called on Jesus, he had compassion on me. Then his love came rushing in, and he took away my sin. I was changed, and Satan knew I'd been set free. I've been touched by those hands that were hanging on a tree on a lonely hill that day. He put a song in my heart that keeps ringing. And it was Jesus who made me this way. The world can take everything that I've worked for through the years. They can take their whole house. in the precious and the lovely name of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and welcome once again to the Fellowship Temples podcast. I am Brother Gene Rickard speaking to you and we're glad that you're tuned in and I hope that you uh, get touched and blessed out of the, the service today. Now that was Brother Jonathan and Sister Annie Skipworth and it was Jesus that made me this way. <laughs> Praise God. It's Jesus that and gets inside of you that turns your life around from from what it was. I'm telling you, when Jesus came in, you're, the old things has passed away. All things become brand new. And thank God for that sweet spirit that comes inside and it changes everything about you. And if you're still doing the old things you used to do, you're still in your old ways and your sin, and you go to church, and you might be in the choir, and you may do a, a, a hundred different good deeds and things, my friend, that won't save your soul. You must be born again. And when, when God's Spirit gets in contact with your spirit, you're going to know that you know that you know that you have really been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Thank God for that. Amen. Oh, I praise God for that. So, all right, so let's go up. Uh, <clears throat> 
We're going to give you our address right now. Their address is Fellowship Temple. It's Post Office Box 209 in Madisonville, Kentucky. Uh, zip code is 42431. Of course, that's in the USA. And uh, you can uh, go to the Fellowship Temple page and you can uh, follow us there on Facebook. And, and sometimes, as we made mention, usually that we're on, we have services on that day, uh, on sometimes live, but sometimes we're on Sunday nights as well. So, anyway, you tune into that. Now, for the next uh, 20 to 25 minutes, I hope you stay tuned to the program today. And we're going to be in a brand new message, uh, false prophets and, and priests. Did you know we've got so much false prophets and priests? They're everywhere. Folks, you need to know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. You need to know what the scripture says. Don't follow no... I'm going to make this statement real quickly. Follow nobody but nobody under the sun but the Lord Jesus Christ. Let God, let God be true and every man a liar. And I mean you can't follow nothing. Nobody but the Lord Jesus Christ and his word, the old authorized King James Bible, and you'll make it in. All right, let's get into part one. And Jeremiah 14 and 14. Then the Lord said unto me, The prophets prophesy lies in my name. I sent them not, neither have I commanded them, neither spake unto them. They prophesy unto you a false vision and a divination and a thing of, of naught and the deceit of their heart. Therefore thus saith the Lord concerning the prophets, they prophesy in my name, and I have sent them not. Yet they say, sword and famine shall not be in this land. By the sword and famine shall those prophets be consumed. And the people of whom they prophesy shall be cast out in the streets of Jerusalem because of famine, and the sword, and they shall have none to bury them, their wives, nor their sons, nor their daughters, for I will pour their wickedness upon them. All right, let's stop right there and let's go for the Lord in prayer. Our precious Heavenly Father, in the wonderful, lovely name of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, Lord Jesus, I'm asking you, Father, this hour to uh, take this word that now, Father, and let this go into someone's lives and the hearts and their soul. And may, Lord, that it develop them, Lord, stronger and make them bolder. Make them, help, help them, Lord, through whatever they're going through with. Father, I pray to anoint me this hour. Help me, Father, to give the right word, Lord, at the right time. And, Father, Lord, let me not be, uh, Lord, looking back but drawing closer to you. And, Father, let me uh, stay firm and strong on your word, Lord, and do your work, do your will, Father, as I continue. One of these days when I cross the bridge, Lord, Father, I pray this message will continue to go on and go forth and go out to those that, the Lord, that don't know you. And I pray that they'll get saved and be born of the Spirit, washed in your blood. That's what it's all about. That's what you came for. You come in and seeking to save that which was lost. And Lord, I proclaim that. I believe that. I teach that. I preach that. I live that. And I want to do that. Bless God. We give you the praise and the glory. In the great name of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. You may be seated. 
We're going to be looking now to this hour at the, some of the false prophets. The false prophets, false teachers. Uh, we have them all over the land today and they say and they do not. So many people say that. I mean, they're all over the, the land. And I'm telling you, uh, they're, 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 walking in, they're walking in dangerous territory. I'm telling you, my friend, and they're, they're going to pay up one of these days. It's going to be too late, praise the Lord. It's going to pay up, brother, but yet it's going to be too late. I want to read some over now in Jeremiah, uh, the fifth chapter now. And Jeremiah, I'd like to read, and we'll go over there and read that. And a few verses in Jeremiah 5, and, and this goes along what we read in Jeremiah 14, 14 there, as we was reading, but this goes right along with it. And uh, let me read, uh, and then the, starting with about the uh, uh, 25th verse there, uh, Jeremiah 5 and 25, let me read there. And your iniquities have turned away these things, and your sins have be withholding good th things from you. Uh, for among my people are wait, uh, they lie wait. As they set a snares, they set traps, they catch men. As a cage are full of birds, so are the houses full of deceit. Therefore they are become great and waxen rich. They are. And they are waxen fat. They shine. Yea, they overpass the deeds of the wicked. They judge not the cause. They cause of the fatherless. Yet they prosper. And, and the right of the needy do they not judge. Shall I not visit for these things, saith the Lord? Shall I not have my soul be avenged on such of a nation as this? A wonderful and horrible thing is committed in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely. The priests bear rule by their means. And my people love to have it, it sold. And what will ye do in the end thereof? I want, to note, I want you to notice that they, they pass judgment. And I want you to notice there that the church world has waxen fat and they've waxen rich. They've waxing, I mean, an abundance of, of money. They've got more money. Most churches have got more money than they've ever had in their life. And I'm telling you, but yet they overpass the needy. All they're thinking about is building more buildings, uh, getting, uh, getting more money, and doing other things. And they overpass that poor man, that poor lady. And I'm telling you, that's out there, and their children are needing something to eat and without feeding them. I'm telling you, my friends, I've never seen anything quite like that. I know we don't have much for us church-wise here, but I can tell you one thing. I'm not ashamed to tell you that we're, we try to help the, the, some people all we can. Uh, we'd like to help everybody in the whole world if we could, but it's impossible uh, as what we have here. And I know nothing impossible with God. God can't. Nothing's impossible with Him. Before us, us the uh, fifth 
yes, it's impossible us physically, but we're a small church, but I'll tell you one thing, we don't overpass the needy and people that we see people that need some help and sometimes they get down and out, bless God, I certainly don't want to pass them by. I'm telling you, bless God this hour, blessed he that considereth the poor. Psalms 41 says, I'm telling you this hour, he's a blessed, yes sir, blessed he that considereth the poor. I'm telling you, brother, God will bless those people that will bless those people that's in need, amen. But I'm telling you, a lot of people, the church world, brother, are waxing rich in greatness and money. But I'll tell you, but yet they're, they're waxing uh, that way. But Lord, as I'm preaching this, this morning about the rich and the poor there, but they're poor as they can be, for as uh, being poor. I'm telling you this, uh, I'd rather be a rich in the spirit of God and have all the wealth in the world. Come on, say amen. But the false, but the uh, priests, as the, the priests and the prophets are uh, prophesying prophet things, doing the horrible things. I'm t- I've never seen anything quite, thing quite like it. I'm telling you, a lot of the priests now are actually are, are molesting little children. I mean priests going to church and claim supposed to be a uppity up. I'm telling you, brother, they're not right with God. To little children and, and doing this to children and, and doing things wrong like that, committing adultery and going to church and committing adultery. Let me tell you something, sir and ma'am. If you don't repent of your sins, you're on your way to the hellfire. I ain't never seen anything quite like it, brother. It's a horrible thing. The, the, the adulteries they're committing, there are homosexualities in the church, ordaining homosexuals. I tell you, I tell you, they're trying to pass laws on the church, a lot of the big church. Church, I should say, in the denomination world, letting homosexuals in the church, and that I'll tell you right now, brother. Yeah, I think it's an abomination in sight of God. And they're trying to now pass a law that you're not supposed to preach against homosexuals, and they're trying to t- take a preacher like me uh, from saying anything against them. And then they're going to come against me and uh, trying to stop me. Well, the only way you're going to stop me, sir, is uh, to take my life. Because I'll tell you what, force me in my house. I'm going to preach against. It's still sin today. It was sin yesterday. It's sin tomorrow. And I want you to know on this broadcast, I'm going to tell you the way it is like it is, and I want you to know to hear it real good. Thank you, Lord. I'm not going to shower it down from nobody. Thank God. I want you to hear it on this radio. I don't know what's going to come out. Don't know when it'll come. Bless God. But I'll tell you one thing. I, I sure wouldn't be taping if I wouldn't... I, Radio land to hear and understand what I'm trying to say. I'm telling you, the priests, and we've got so many priests now. Then, the, then you got these big churches. They're in the church world. They're gambling in the. I mean, they're gambling, making up money for church gambling, raffling off tickets, uh, gambling on uh, quilts and so forth in the church, uh, selling uh, uh, DVD, uh, uh, telling. Uh, I mean, selling tapes in the church, and I'm telling you, selling uh, T-shirts in the church and, and clothing, and and I mean. They got the recreation in the church. I'm telling you, they're eating and drinking in the church, selling and buying in the church. I'm telling you, brother, it's abomination in the sight of God. I want everyone out Radio Land to hear me and hear me well. I'll tell you what you've got. You've got your recreation in the church. You brought the world in the church. I'll tell you, brother, I'll tell you, it's sin today. It is absolutely sin. And if you don't stop that stuff, you're on your way to hell far. Come on, say amen. That's not right. I'm telling you, it's the abomination in a God. Praise the Lord. I'm just telling you the way it, uh, I'm to tell you the way it is. Praise the Lord. Yes, sir. They got crowds 
Oh, yes, sir. You advertise a chili supper and you have a house full. It'll be standing room only. Have ice cream supper, you got standing room only. That's right. Come on, say amen, church. That's right, brother. You know what I'm talking about. I tell you what, you take the chili away from them, you ain't got nobody. Take the ice cream away, you ain't got nobody. But I'll tell you one thing. I'm coming to church for one thing. If I be lifted from the earth, I'll draw them in unto me. You may not like this preaching, but it's all right. I'm going to preach it anyway. I'm going to tell you like it is. Praise if I stand alone. I'm still not going to look back and draw back. You, Brother Gene, do you? No, sir, brother. I ain't never listened. Since we've been here at Fellowship Temple, we haven't eaten one, one time. We ain't stopped our all-day service not one time to have one bite to eat. Not one time. We've been here since 1970. And you not one time have we dismissed the service for any type of food. Praise God. Thank God for that. And you know what? We've had souls saved on an all-day service even just last year because we didn't stop. I believe that for my soul. That's what it's about. It ain't about filling your belly. It's not about money. It ain't about selling things in the church. I know some of y'all don't like this. That's all well and well and good. Then I'll tell you what you can do. Pray pray for you to get yourself right and pray that you get get close to walk with the Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Now, if you want to eat, brother, then you've got many, about every just the church does that now. So if you want to eat, then bless God, leave Fellowship Temple and get out of here because I'll tell you what, I'm going to preach you the gospel. That's right, that's right. Praise the Lord. I, I'm, I'm not changing for you. Nobody else. No, sir, you're not going to buy me out. Praise the Lord. I might stand along on a stump, for a stump somewhere preaching in the wilderness somewhere. I'll be like old John the Baptist. He had one message. He had just one message. He said, repent for the kingdom of heaven's at hand. That's what I'm trying to tell you now. Brother, repent now because the kingdom of God's at hand. I believe the Lord soon return and the church will get back on fire like it was on the day of Pentecost. Brother, on the day of Pentecost, they were up in the upper room and I'm telling you, brother, on the day of Pentecost, they had the Holy Ghost and fire and power fell down on them and they tell you right now they've spoken in a tongue I mean a tongue I mean they spoke in other languages and other people heard I'm telling you brother I'm telling you God that people get back like it used to be and get back on fire for God and where they can shout and praise God and glorify God and leave all the trash out of the church Amen Let me tell you on their ways I don't even want no telephone in this church that's right. You expecting a call? Bless God, then stay. Don't even come into church. That's right. Pray, I don't want no, you say, well, you got to, no, sir. I don't have no telephone. I don't even have my cell phone. And praise the Lord, I don't even want that. I don't want in the house of God. And we didn't come to talk on the phone. And if it's an emergency, what's more important than a soul to be saved? I want somebody to tell me, in the name of Jesus Christ, what's more important than see a soul saved? Anybody? What is more important than that? Just give me one thing. Just and name that to me. This is anybody out Radio Land or in the Fellowship Temple. What's more important than seeing a blessed soul to be saved? Amen. That's right. Praise the Lord. Said Brother Gene. Said there's maybe emergency. You need to stop. You know. Well, it might be emergency. But listen. It, listen. It's emergency here at this altar here and seeing someone get right to 
Come on now. That's a more urgent emergency here to see a soul saved. That's right. That's what I'm in business for. And I'm telling you, I ain't never seen thing quite like it. I mean, they turned the church world. I mean, they sit in most of them now. I've seen this. I tell you what, I've seen them sitting on the front seat licking suckers. I mean, some of them I see on television going down the highway eating popcorn. I'm telling you, brother, oh, Lord God, how terrible. What is it turning into? What's a church house turning into? Well, I'll tell you one thing. As long as I'm pastor here, I'm not having popcorn or peanuts or selling and buying this church. I may not have a multitude crowd like you, sir, ma'am, but bless God, I have God in here. I've got God in here, and that's all that matters to me. That's got God in this church. That's all I need. That's all I need. That's all I have to have is God, my Savior. Amen. I mean that. You know, people say, well, Brother Gene, you won't have a crowd. Well, if you're going to want a crowd, then go to a ball game somewhere. <laughs> Amen. You get a crowd at a ball game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, of course, I don't want this broadcast to come out, but now what they're doing, most churches are on the Super Bowl. They either dismissing the church for the Super Bowl or they're bringing the big screen TV in the church so they can watch the Super Bowl. How abomination it is. I tell you, it's a terrible horrible, wicked thing. And let me tell you on this broadcast, I'm not ashamed to tell you, it is sin. I wouldn't dismiss a service if I only had one here. I wouldn't dismiss it. I mean it. Many times we've had, to, I mean here we've had to, uh, uh, snowstorms. I mean, I mean blizzards. And you know we've had a few Maybe, maybe a very, maybe four, five, six show up, but I didn't dismiss it. We had church. He said, well, there's two or three are gathered together in my name, in my name, not just for, for money, not for show business, but in my name, there I'll be in the midst of them. That's what I'm trying to tell you tonight. We want Jesus Christ in the midst of the church. I'm not playing games. I love the Lord Jesus. I love souls. I love men and women. I want to see them saved. I want to see them get redeemed. I want to see them get right with God. Nowadays, nowadays the church world are letting them up. I mean, and down in there, they let them in their Sunday school. Let Sunday school teachers that's never been born again, let them teach Sunday school. It's a sad day, brother. Nowadays, they're letting people get up in the, the choir. Let them sing without being born again. They tell me, so, well, Brother Gene, you're never going to have a choir. I have a big a choir or I have a big crowd. Well, hogwash. I don't care if I don't bless God. I'm not going to have some sinner, uh, some sinners uh, and play it and sing it in the pulpit, not being born again. I'll tell you what Jesus said in, in Revelations. 
I tell you, so the book of Revelations tells me, over there it tells me, he says, repent and do your first work. You've got to repent and do your first work. If you don't repent first, how can you get up here and sing to people and not being right with God? How can you play instruments, not be right with God? How can you preach without being right with God? How can you teach without being right with God? I'm telling you, letting anything and everything go. If you ain't born again, if your sins ain't under the blood, then why are you in the pulpit playing? Why are you in the pulpit singing? Why are you in the pulpit preaching? Why are you down in, in the Sunday school rooms of teaching? Why are you holding an office in the church? If you're, if you're a sinning, I hear you. Let me tell you something. I've never seen like the deacons and elders and, and so forth. I'm telling you out here, out here going to the, the beer joint. They say they're watching. I mean, we got some big churches and going to the beer joints and saying they're right with God. I'm telling you, brother, they're not right with God. They're still in sin. Are you listening to me? Praise the Lord. People claiming to be right with God and going to the going to the bar rooms and drinking. Well, I said, well, a little wine's good for the stomach's sake. But I'm, yes, sir, I have a little Holy Ghost wine. It's good for all of us. Come on, say amen. You said, well, Jesus turned the water into wine. He sure did. That's a type. It wasn't a type. It makes you drunk naturally. But I'll tell you, it's talking about that spiritual wine, that new Holy Ghost wine. Thank God. I want to tell you on the day of Pentecost, I'll tell you these people, they were drunk. They were drunk on the new wine. I'm telling you, they were drunk in the spirit. I want to God that people would get drunk in the spirit. And I mean, I mean, listen, your mind can't be on the fleshly things and be right with God, no way. I mean, you ought to get in the church and worship God in spirit. Only way you can worship Him is in spirit and in truth. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I'll tell you what, I've never seen the church world has gone. The church world, I mean it, the, the world's got into the church. I mean the, the world, I mean the church has got, I mean, the, listen, I, they don't brought the world in the church. It's supposed to be a consecrated, dedicated, holy, righteous, pure, under God, amen. I mean, it's supposed to be the ground and the pillar of the truth. That's where it's supposed to be. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But everything, everything goes. Amen. Yes, sir, I've never seen people selling out. You know, Esau, I'll tell you what, Esau sold out for one morsel of meat. I'm telling you, brother, just one thing. Esau sold out, but yet he saw it and went with bitter tears. And I'm telling you, but it was too late. Let me tell you something. I've never seen like the people, our church members are, are selling out. They want to go to a church, got the biggest crowd. Well, if you go to, yes, sir, brother, all kind of crowds, but I'll tell you, I still want the Spirit of God in it. Amen. And now they let the they let the ladies come in the church, many dresses. I mean, with up with the thighs upon the pulpit. I tell you, it's a shame. That's abomination. And the split, the dress is split. I mean, they got to split all the way up to the thigh. They either go for thighs to show or the belly to show or the breast to show. I don't know what's wrong with these women nowadays. I tell you what, your body's supposed to be displayed to your husband only. You won't show your body, show it to your husband and your husband only. And that goes for the men folks too. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I won't take back none of it. I won't, I won't just go on the airways. That's right. 
Scripture said, dress in a modest apparel, and I'm not gonna, you're not gonna change me, sir. I'm going I'm pre- how many know I'm preaching the truth to this hour? You know I'm telling you the truth. You know I'm telling you the holy truth. You know I'm believing righteousness. I believe in holiness. I believe in the true thing. All right, we're gonna close up this message for today. I hope that you got touched and blessed. This was part one. Next week will be part two. I'm Brother Gene Rickard speaking to you, and God bless you until next time.